Pete and Kimber's Coffin Therapy. Uh, my mum sent me a text. She doesn't want to hear it, probably. Uh, a bit a bit of doesn't want to hear it, but also she said, my tissue box is ready. Yeah, so coffin therapy, we wanted to explore this because we had heard that people are doing it all around the world where they climb into a coffin, they have the lid closed, they spend some time on their own to reflect on their lives, and then when you come out of the coffin, a therapist asks you a series of questions. The idea being that it helps you find value in your life, gratitude, um, and maybe just gives you a moment to sort of place yourself and see how you want to continue your life. Mm. It is confronting, but that's the reason why we've done it. We wanted to see how this would go, how it would affect us. Um, first up, it's my turn to get into the coffin, and I just want to say thanks to Seasons Funerals for bringing the coffin in. Yes. Seasons.com.au if you want to try it yourself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they do home deliveries, but they did They did bring it into the studio for us to experience this. We start here by the coffin just having been brought into the studio and you and I are standing outside the coffin looking at it. We've seen it for the first time and I'm just about to step in. Um, look, I'm... Mate, in all honesty, at this particular point in time, I'm feeling quite comfortable. I'm feeling okay. Um, the coffin's a lot less... Uh, confronting. Like, confronting, yeah. Like, dramatic. Um, oh, my God. It doesn't like, feel as coffiny as you expected. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. It doesn't okay. feel as coffiny. Well, shoes are off. Ready um, to go in. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That feels a bit weird. Really? Just standing in it already? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to lie. That actually feels... That actually feels a little bit weird. I think you should sit down in it. You need to lay down in it, really. And then we'll have a moment and then we'll put the lid on. This all of a sudden became very confronting. Okay. Okay, laying down. Oh. Okay, your body's shaking. You're right. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. No, I'm actually What's not. Um, I can see every funeral and every open casket I've ever seen. Well, we're going to just give you a moment, just take a beat, and then we're going to put the lid on. <laughs> okay, so we'll bring the lid closer to the coffin. You ready? Yep. Okay, we're going to do this and we're going to leave you alone for five minutes. Okay. See you soon. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. It is dark and it's tight. I am, um, I'm struggling. I've been in here probably 30 seconds and I'm struggling. This is really confronting and this is very real. This is it. This is, this is the end of my life. In this tiny box. So that's part one. Oh, I got goosebumps. Um, I didn't realise that was the experience you had. I'm hearing this for the first time. Yeah, because I haven't heard your experience either, and that plays out tomorrow. I um, couldn't get over 
how quickly my entire perspective started to shift and how real it, how real it became once I got in there and the lid went on. That's really interesting. This next part you're about to hear is where the lid comes off and the therapist is there ready to ask those questions. This is, this is amazing. I'm interested to get your perspective afterwards, right? Because we've still got a bit of audio at the top here of me being in the casket for a little bit mm-hmm. and just how that starts to feel like the world is starting to collapse. Take a listen. It's just so small. God, I hope the time goes quick. I can't move my hands around. I can't stretch anything out. After this experience, I actually think I want to be cremated. I've always just wanted to either be buried in a casket, coffin, or entombed, or like something. I don't know, just something where my body is still together. Um, but I don't, I, even though I'll be dead, I don't want this experience. How long was that? Five, five. That was five minutes. Five minutes. That felt like an eternity. I can't. I, oh, we're doing the questions with me still in here. I thought I was going to get out. Right. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah, I think so. Okay. What are you most proud of in your life, Pete? That I had a family. You know, when I was in here and thinking about things. All I could picture was that I was at my funeral and I was in here and the only people that I could see were my family, but in particular my wife and my kids. Those are the only people that I could see. Initially, I saw them all crying and in like black outfits and it being quite somber and then that changed pretty quickly and I hoped to Christ that they were just having a party and everybody was having a really good time. I think that tells me that the thing that I'm most proud of in my life is is that I've had a family and I've managed to make a family. Is there a grudge that you'd wished you'd let go? No. Nah. I didn't think about anybody that um, had wronged me over the course of my life whatsoever. You know what's so profound about this experience is that it doesn't matter. Like, I know over the years I've had grudges. Coming back around to that thought about what I'm most proud of is that if my family... Oh, gee, sorry, this this thought just keeps on going because I have thought occasionally who would be at my funeral and you picture a massive congregation. Like, even people that I've, I've had, like, back and forth with in the past or may have held grudges against, maybe we've buried the hatchet there. I d- it doesn't matter. I don't care. I just don't care. Like once you're in this thing and you're down and you're, you're six feet under and you it doesn't matter. None of it matters. And what do you think people remember you by? Just being a good person. Like that that's it. Like I just I hope I hope I was a great father and a great um, husband. That's that's if I can tick that if I can tick that box, I'll be happy. 
You okay? That was that was your coffin therapy. There are a few more questions that were asked. You're right. You know, I just um, I I could not get over, and I think I think this is what, and just listening back to that, this is what was probably um, the most amazing part of that experience is that every single day. And I'm guilty of it. I know a lot of people are guilty of it. I think we all are guilty of it. Every single day I am guilty of thinking about things um, and stressing over things and worrying about, you know, what people think and, you know, even reflecting on things that have happened in the life that I wish hadn't or I wish had or so on and so forth. And that experience was just such a profound way of saying to me, it doesn't matter. Hmm. Like once you get to that point and you're gone and you're dust, it, it just none of that, the stresses or anything like that mattered. And the only thing that really mattered to me was just the most important people in my life and how they felt about how I lived. You know, I really, I really enjoyed hearing that because it was actually really enlightening. I felt, I know you're a family man. I know that's where your priorities lie. They always have. But I think it was just... I found that really refreshing to feel, to hear how, you know, that you didn't have those things bearing you down. And I think I think about that with people that I've lost and loved and thought, oh, I hope that they weren't, weren't burdened by anything. And I understand that feeling. And I actually felt really enlightened by your experience. 